Hello guys, before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to hop in and remind everyone that Fruition, my luxury San Diego retreat, is just about three months away now. So doors close September 18th and I still have a couple spots left and I'm just feeling so excited for this year of Fruition. If you do not know what Fruition is, like I said, it's in San Diego. It's my luxury retreat that I host Uh, that is really centered around self-worth and a full energetic up-level. This space is to truly feel into feeling like a queen and feeling into your full self-worth and your confidence and your power that things that you are manifesting seem to just fall in effortlessly. Fruition last year was one of the most incredible and fun and transformative weeks of my whole entire life and I swear I just walked out a completely different person. My self-worth, the frequency in which I vibrate at, my standards, the way that I hold myself, same with all the other girls. Like we just walked out completely different people. I just remember leaving the house and all of us were like we are completely different people. Like what just happened? And that feeling and just what transpired after that experience and that up level, um, it just, it made me have to do it again. Like I was like, we have to have a year two. So this is the last time that I am doing fruition at this specific house, but we had to do it one more time and I have a couple spots left. So if you are interested in coming to a spectacular five-day slumber party, beachside in San Diego in a ginormous mansion then go in the show notes there's a link that says Maddie's offerings and just click in there you'll find the application for fruition and you can apply to come to this year's fruition it really is like the perfect mix between spirituality and fun you know we've got the cacao ceremonies and the sound healing and the yoga the meditation the breath work all of the up levels but then we also have a whole lot of fun. I will be doing some private DJ sets. I have other DJs coming in. We're going to ecstatic dance. We're going to pop the champagne. We've got our robes. We've got our matching champagne glasses and mugs, and it's just a whole fucking event. So if you want to be there this year, apply in the show notes. I only have a couple spots left and then close uh, doors officially close September 18th. So I cannot wait to see who's going to be there in the mansion with me this year. Um, and that's all I just wanted to hop on, remind everyone of that. And now let's get into today's episode. Hello, guys, and welcome back to Breaking Butterfly. I am so excited to have you guys here today for a very special podcast. I am having so many fun guests recently and so many guests that are, yeah, close to my heart in a sense. Um, I just actually had like my health coach on the podcast, which was really, really fun. And now I have another one of my coaches on the podcast today, uh, which is a really fun relationship because she was actually my client and I got to teach her a lot of things that I know about business. Um, And now I've been learning from her, which is just, yeah, been really, really special and divine. And I'm so excited for you guys to meet Caroline and hear her wisdom and all the things. So I have Caroline Gutierrez with me today, and she is an intuitive and embodiment and energetics mentor, 
for all things life, business, relationships, and the human experience. And she is really here to guide others to a source-led way of life and business, uh, which we will get into what that means and all the things. But yeah, Caroline, thank you so much for being here. You can say hello to everyone. Hello, hello. I'm so stoked to be here. Um, yeah, this is just super exciting for me. It's one of my first podcasts. And like Maddie mentioned, she was actually my first business mentor. Um, and and then I've been a mentor for her. And it's just been like super beautiful and very symbiotic. So um, I'm excited to just see what we get into. Yeah. Yeah, I was just telling Caroline, I'm like, I just feel like we have so many things to get into. I feel like it's going to be so hard to um, – not not hard, but like it's definitely going to be crazy navigating this conversation because I'm like, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this and this and that. And like the work that I've been learning from Caroline and just from like my healing journey in general, like it just goes so deep. And I know that Caroline is like just a whole story that goes so deep. So yeah, stick around. I'm very excited for this conversation. Um, and yeah, I always start out these conversations with um, your story, your journey. I'm sure everyone wants to hear how you got to where you are today. I want to hear the whole story. Um, so yeah, maybe start where, wherever feels right. Um, just share your, yeah. your journey with us. Definitely. Definitely. Um, before I dive in, as you were saying that I just had this vision of us that this vision as you're like, it's going to be crazy. You're like, we're going to be talking about so much. And it was just you and me on this like boat. And it was like, turbulent and I'm like Maddie you grab that you grab that <laughs> I get visions sometimes and so like all of a sudden it was like you're like Emma you got it you're like yeah you got it let's go and then we were like like moving this boat and just like this like in the sea just in the middle of the ocean together and then all of a sudden we're just like ah and like the sun was just out and we were just relaxing on the boat <laughs> I just like nothing is normal anymore I literally love that so much. That's totally where I am. Like Caroline is just telling me what to do. I'm in the back of the boat just like paddling us, freaking out. We like have some smooth waters, but soon I just see us like sailing to this beautiful island and just being in like paradise and being like, ah, we made it. Like, thank God. Yeah. But it's it's so interesting. Yeah, it's so interesting. It's so beautiful. Um, yeah, just how I was attracted to you and how I found you. I'm going to dive into my awakening story in a moment. But uh, um, yeah, I just remember just like liking your energy. I was like, oh my God, this chick's a vibe. Like, I don't know. I just followed you on Instagram a while back and I just been following you. I'm like, oh, she's a vibe. I, I didn't, I didn't even know I was going to work with you actually. And then yeah. randomly posted like, oh, like, I don't know, step into your purpose or something. And I was like, you know, like I'm kind of ready to do that. I knew I was going to step into my soul mission at some point, but um, you know, it's yeah. And then once I, once I started working with you, just like everything, like I just really, I was really inspired how you were just doing your thing. And I was like, oh, you can just do that. And then, so I feel like I, you were helping me navigate just like, okay, here, do this, this, that, that. And then I'm like, cool. And then it's like smooth sailing. And now me, yeah, like showing like you more of that like source led, like we're, we're just infusing each other with each other's magic. And it's like so beautiful. Yeah. Um like, I'm just, yeah, I'm super grateful for you and mm. for you also being open to receiving from me. Um, you know, like, yeah, you just, we both know the power of like mentorship. So <laughs> totally. It's so fun. And like, I love the wording you just used of like infusing each other with each other's magic because like 
that really is the power of like mentorship and coaching is just like I've learned these lessons and I have all of these things and like I get to share that with you and then like you know you have all these lessons and all these things you've learned and you get to share that with me and like it is like this beautiful um yeah we're all just sharing and inspiring and holding space and it's so fun I love it yeah yeah and yeah it's beautiful and something about you being an Aries oh yeah, yeah. we're both Aries, Aries leader, like like let's fucking go energy and I love that about <laughs> this yeah. this relationship so um but yeah to dive into my story um I mean yeah I could go on and on this, this could be a 10 hour podcast, you know, if I talked about the whole thing, but to keep it just as simple as possible, I, um, I've always been into spirituality, you know, growing up, I, you know, did a lot of acid and mushrooms and all the fun stuff and yada yada and went to the raves and, you know, wanted to wear crystals and just, I really wanted to be spiritual when I was younger. I was like, we really want to be spiritual. I'm 30 now. And I was like, 21 when I was like, I really just want to be spiritual. (laughs) I would like buy spiritual shirts and like, I just, I don't know. It was like my soul was, my soul was wanting it. And my human is like, it was fun. And then, um, I, back in like 2017, 18, I did my yoga teacher training. I was going through a breakup and that really helped me. And, um, I dived deeper into spirituality then. And, um, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm awakened. Like, everything's love and light and like all is one and just like, wow, this is so amazing. Like, like, uh, yeah, like I love crystals and all that. And I would see people on Instagram. I know we talked about this the other day on our call, but I see people on Instagram and I, who like spiritual people or whatever. And you're talking about like their shadows and like the darkness and like transcending your shadows and your, you know, all the stuff and the energy. And I was just like, whoa, like, I'm over here, like, I'm like, okay, like, I'm like, I'm awakened. Like, what's going on with them? Like, they got a lot of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, I was like, why are they all so dramatic? And like, why do they have all these shadows? <laughs> and no. I just hadn't awakened my shadows on that level yet. Like, yeah, I, I experienced anxiety and depression here and there, you know, throughout my 20s here and there. And like, um, but in 2017, 18, during this like yoga awakening where I became a yoga teacher and just like learning about like just mind, body, soul things. I hadn't really, really dove into my shadows. They just hadn't come up, you know? So things were smooth sailing. If something was hard, I would just smoke a joint or hit my bong and we'd be, we'd be straight. (laughs) And then, um, 2020, I had my awakening. I was on, uh, taking some mushrooms. I had taken so many mushrooms before this. I had taken four gram trips, deep, deep, you know, big trips. Um, I never really microdosed at the time, but, um, I took like a gram on this mushroom trip. And boom, my awakening began. And I knew it wasn't the mushrooms. It wasn't the setting. It wasn't any of that because the people I were with, they didn't have their awakenings. It was just me. My soul was like, all right, it's game time. Let's go. And a lot of people had their awakenings in 2020. Um, that was like when another wave had like these, these really big awakenings. Um, every awakening is different, but mine was very intense. I went straight into a really dark place, um, very suicidal ideation place. Um, it wasn't me. It was uh, a lot of trauma waking up in me and a lot of pain out through my body. I had no idea what was going on. So throughout that journey of 2020 to like 20, um, 2021, I worked with like a couple of different mentors I found and spirituality and like, but I was still in a dark place at the beginning of it all. And then I found a mentor like through YouTube, like uh, she was like a somatic healer. I didn't know what that meant at the time. Um, and she was like spiritual and stuff. And she talked about her story and her awakening. And I was like, wait, what she went through is what I'm going through. And like, 
that point, I was like, I mean, I was desperate. I was like, I'm going to either leave Earth or like figure this out. And it was a really scary place to be. And I didn't understand. I didn't understand like um, that deep of a depression until I actually experienced it. Because I had experienced like depression, anxiety here and there. But it was a kind where I could just get high or just like take go to the gym and just like it'd be fine. And this is like the deepest pain I had ever felt in my mind and my body. And a mm. lot of dark thoughts were coming up, really scary, like bone-chilling thoughts. And so I di- I'm going to dive into that more on like a story another day. But I was in a dark place. I was scared. I found a mentor. She just guided me uh, through the work that I do now. And she guided me. And uh, I completely transcended it all with just just my – like her showing me the way through my energy body. I didn't – antidepressants didn't work. Mushrooms didn't work. Nothing outside of me was going to actually heal me. Like I was – going to heal like through my own energy and so through that um awakening like I was by 2021 I was feeling uh okay like wow like I made it like uh, during that time too a lot of mystical things were happening it felt like Hogwarts there was like spirit guides coming out of nowhere psychics coming out of nowhere people telling me they had messages for me I was like what the fuck is this I want to go back to sleep like fuck all this like I was just like what is energy everything's energy like no 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 even though I had been like wishing I could be spiritual like years before that yeah. <laughs> so anyway I woke up to my light in 2017 2018 woke up to my shadow in 2020 2021 and then like into my essence uh up until now in this like beautiful place of just like I found that I am the medicine I am the magic and like I show other people that now and um when I met you, I was in my corporate job and, you know, it was a beautiful place to be. And, uh, I, I didn't, you know, hate my nine to five, you know, it was, it was great. It was investing in all my passions at the time. And, but I knew, I, I knew I was here to help people and I, and I couldn't, there was no way that I could just keep going through life without helping anyone else who was in that really dark place of like, like suicidal ideation is scary as fuck. And like, not everyone's going to go through that in awakening, but I did. And so I love showing people the way out um, of just like these mental illnesses that um, no one knows is just trauma actually waking up in your body. So that's a little bit on my awakening. And where I'm at now is some sidekick gifts are coming online. I'll be getting visions sometimes. I get like just knowings, a lot of downloads come through. And um, I'm just really fucking grateful for the journey and to show others the way. And I experience everything so that I could help everyone yeah, that's literally – you just took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say you went through all of that so that you can do what you're doing now because you truly cannot help others if you don't know what they're going through. Like I really feel like all of our pain is supposed to be alchemized into you know, purpose or just – it's for a reason. Um, and yeah, it's so crazy that like your awakening was that intense. Um, but like – yeah, my, like what I'm going through right now definitely isn't that intense, but I get it. Like there's so many parts of your story that I resonate with. Again, like why I think we were like attracted to each other um, and are able to like, yeah, just walk this journey together. There's just so many little similarities of um, even the, the conversation about shadows we were having. I was like the same way. I was like, I don't understand why people are so sad. Like just do some <laughs> mindset work, like just journal a little bit, like meditate. You'll be fine. Like, I'm like, you're not depressed. You just need more sunlight and like all this. <laughs> shit. 
Whoa, yes. And then, yeah, and then I got like slapped in the face again, not as intense as what you experienced, at least right now, but like I've definitely felt a lot more hurt and pain and emotion than I've felt in like a really, really, really long time. Um, And it's just so wild how all of that can just like come online. Um, Yeah. When... Yeah. And it's funny too. Cause like, I always like wanted to be spiritual as well and like get crystals and things like that. And like, I just didn't know what it like fully meant. Just so many funny little things. Um, but when you first started going through your awakening, like, did you know right away it was an awakening or were you just like confused or I'm just curious a little bit more about like, w- like, were you like scared or were you like, all right, this is scary, but like, I know this is my awakening or do you only know it's your, it was your awakening looking back? Yeah. So it's crazy, right? When you said that, um, I felt like so much moved through me, just like that, that version of me. I'm just so grateful she kept going. Cause like, um, it, it's the scariest place to be like in that deep of a depression, darkness. And I, the first, at the, the first, right after that mushroom trip, I was just like, something's off. Like during the trip, I started to get really scared. I couldn't be in the kitchen. I couldn't be around like knives. I couldn't like be near like a cliff. I, I don't know. It was this weird thing. I told my friends, like, I got to go in this room alone, just be alone. And like all these dark thoughts were coming up. And I was like, what the fuck? And I tried to journal. I tried to meditate. Like nothing was working anymore. And that was like, that's that was the awakening point. And then I didn't know it was an awakening. I just felt like, oh, fuck, I'm having a bad trip. And I've been able to get myself, uh, you know, I t- I've taken, that was a one gram trip. I had taken four grams before of mushrooms and been just fine. Been able to just smoke some weed. But like this time that my, my soul was like, it's time. Your awakening is hit, right? And everyone has different times their awakening hits. It's not up to you. It's up to your soul. It's up to like how your soul chose to awaken. But um, I, I remember just that day, I'm like, I, I was really scared. I was like, uh oh, it was like the darkest place. Uh, I just, everything started to turn dark around me. Like the trees looked like brown, not green. It was really scary what was happening because all my trauma was coming up. So my feel, the lens I was looking through my eyes started to change because of the internal that was reflecting externally. And I was just in this, just a lot of fear. And so I had to just rest that day. My friend's like, oh, you good? Like maybe some food and, um, I remember the next I, – I smoked some weed that night because I was like used to be a big stoner back then and I was maybe that will help and just anxiety kept creeping back up and it was just like paralyzing anxiety and depression. Like I had never experienced it before. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I remember like I woke up the next morning and I felt like something is changed within me forever but it wasn't that like, wow, I'm like a new person after those mushrooms. Just, it was like, holy fuck. Like I just fucked up my brain chemistry and now I'm one of those people that, you know, on Google where they're like took mushrooms and went crazy. And like, now I know those people are having awakenings and I'm, that's why I'm like here to like help those kind of people. But like, it was like, I think for like the following two weeks after that, I tried to just play it off. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm just like in it. I'm just, you know, like, you know, let me meditate because I had been big into meditation and let me just do yoga. Nothing was working. And then two weeks later I went into like the darkest place where I just kept getting thoughts, dark thoughts of like to literally take my life. And it was the scariest thing. Like they were manifestations of trauma waking up, but it was really scary at the time. So you can imagine how scary that is having these dark thoughts telling you to take your life. And that's how I know what people experience who get to those really dark places. And I know how to clear those thoughts and navigate those thoughts because those aren't your thoughts. They're yeah. just manifestations yeah. of a lot of fear inside you. And so not everyone gets this though, but like, 
again, this is just my soul chose this kind of awakening. And so throughout the next like couple months, I had tried different therapists. I had tried different, I found a couple of healers. I hadn't really done spiritual healing stuff, but I was just kind of like on the search and I was terrified for my life that at any moment I was just going to like just leave earth. And it was the scariest thing. I didn't trust myself. And so I'd, once I found, I started to realize I was having an awakening because I'd be on Instagram and there'd be all these like spiritual accounts I started following. And they're like, oh, we're in the big awakening, the great awakening. Oh, the ascension symptoms. And I was having heart palpitations. I was getting rashes all over my body. My whole energy body was coming online. So what happens with that is like your physical body actually starts to to react to that because you're just like all this energy is waking up in you. So not just my mental the physical, everything was happening. Again, this is not every awakening. I work with so many clients. Some are just more mild. Um, it's, it's, this is actually a more rare type of awakening, but it's like I can reach people on a deeper level because I went through it all right. That yeah. And so like yeah. all that to say is like it just was gradual. And then I, I realized like maybe like a couple months in like, oh, I'm, am I having a spiritual awakening? And this article I say like, no, you're not going crazy. You're just having an awakening. And I started to learn about like, because if you're having these dark thoughts telling you to hurt yourself until you take your life, that's a fucking scary place to be. And they won't go, they wouldn't go away. And I was like, fuck. So I started to study a lot about like, wait, am I, am I, these, these thoughts can't be mine. And I was just so confused, but they were just like every morning waking up, just hearing the thoughts, it wouldn't go away. I got a little taste of some schizophrenic symptoms too. And just like everything. And so like, that's why I know mental illness, what it actually is, is awakening, but can dive into that later. But like, I, I had some friends, like some spiritual friends who had their awakenings years before who I thought were like fucking like crazy because I'm like, well, you, my friend who's like a medium now is like, well, she's just falling off the deep end, but she was actually just had awakened and she came to me. She's like, I have messages from your, from your spirit guides for you. Like they say, keep going. And I'm like, I pretty much was like, what the fuck is going on? How am I getting all these like spiritual people coming in? And like the synchronicities that were happening, I was seeing angel numbers everywhere. That's a very big symptom of like awakening and I just kept going. I kept going. I kept going. And I realized like, yeah, pretty maybe a couple months in, I was having an awakening. I found my mentor, like the mentor that I, that I like stuck with for a while because she was like, no one else was really able to help me. No one had been through that, but her. And so I felt really safe with her. And then we did this, the work, which I do now for people and uh, somatics and energy healing. And I made it through <laughs> to to the other side and then there have been awakenings since then but they've been more like waking up to intuitive gifts of mine and these fun awakenings nothing as like intense and brutal as that was that was the most brutal experience of my entire life yeah. <laughs> my soul chose yeah. it so it's, that's kind of how it it's, yeah it's so crazy and yeah i'm so grateful to you for like sharing the story because i feel like so many people do feel like they're going crazy or their mental illness is just like happening to them. Um, and just a lot of, yeah, just like confusion. I think that we're so disconnected from our bodies and also the way that our bodies work and you know, the way that like trauma and emotions work and manifest in our physical reality. And so a lot of times we just think like, like, oh, like I'm like, this isn't fair. Why do I keep getting sick? Or, you know, mm. having acne or like mm. having any whatever symptoms um, when in reality it is just this trauma and and different things coming up to be cleared. And, you know, even your story like and just like some of the sessions that we've had together, like 
it's helped me so much because I even thought I was going crazy. I kept having the thought of like, what is wrong with me? Just because my first like quote unquote awakening, right, was just like my thoughts create my reality. And like I read Eckhart Tolle and I was like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, like I'm so spiritual and like everything's happy and positive and like whatever. Um, It was just like so much lighter and I felt so great. Like I felt amazing for what was it? Like seven years, seven years. I felt fucking fantastic. And then for me to like, you know, start going through just this, this little awakening and having my shadow arise. Like I was like, am, am I going crazy? And you're like, it's just coming up to be cleared. Like yeah, it's that's so- literally it. It's coming up to be looked at and to be felt and to be cleared. It's so simple. Yeah. I make it really simple for people because it's like, Especially now, you know, there's so many talking about trauma and they're like, oh, be careful about your trauma. Oh, no. And I'm like, listen up. I was in a suicidal ideation place for full fucking blown psychosis. Like I was getting so many crazy. I was like hearing shit. So much is happening in my energy body. <laughs> and I was like, no, like we're not going to put ourselves out of power. being like, be careful of your trauma. Like, yes, like we hold space for trauma. And it's like the shadows are trauma which is just trauma's unprocessed energy from the past which everyone has our souls signed up for this kind of life and transcend it um but it's like i love like like you were just saying it's like well no here like a b c cool like you'll be on your way versus like um i just noticed when i was in a dark place anyone who's like put me out of my power like oh my gosh like be careful like it's all your trauma is just like that's just not what we're doing anymore we're just we're leaving the victim era and stepping into like hey, you chose this trauma, even though that can be really tough to face. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've been through some shit. I'm like, what? I chose that shit, you know? But on the other side, you're like, oh, whoa. Like, everything I, I actually can handle because I it was designed for my soul to evolve from. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. you're talking about, like, the light, right? This awakening of light we both had and then awakening to the shadow. And then there's the awakening to essence. And, like, that's where I'm at now where, like, yeah, there could be some shadows that come up still, but it's not, like, full-blown shadow galore, which is my awakening, like, shadow, shadow. You can't – you're, like, a room of shadow. Like, oh, fuck. Like, shadows won't. like And then it's just, like – it's, like, a little boot camp to actually then you, like, get into the essence. And then it's, like – it's, like, the essence is, like, the awakening to essence is, like, is, like, the awakening to light, like, the whole Eckhart Tolle era, right, where you, like, read the books. You're, like, ooh. But it's, like, that times 10 where you're just, like, oh, fuck. I'm literally, like, I am one with the universe. It's no longer an idea, like – this feels so good. Like source is pulsing through my body. It feels so like, sometimes it feels like I'm on mushrooms or Molly and I'm just like, not I'm sober, you know, it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's so (laughs) amazing that like, we really are like supposed to be at that place of bliss. And like, like that's our, our homeostasis. Like we're supposed to be like blissed out and feeling all the good things. Mm -hmm. Like we're not supposed to be in pain. I mean, we are so that we can clear it and move through those things and get to, yeah, a place of like essence. Um, I just feel like for so long we've kind of made a lot of symptoms, like we've normalized them and just been like, oh, yeah, like you're just supposed to like feel like shit and just like have depression, have anxiety and be bloated and have acne and like that's just normal. And of course it's like a common thing in the human experience because again it's coming up to be cleared but I think the most important part is to know that it can be cleared um so that kind of leads me into the next topic I want to get into which is obviously the somatic work um Mm -hmm. and yeah 
can you speak on somatics and like what you actually did with your mentor to get through um, that time in your life? And also speak a little bit about the quote, like you are the medicine. Cause I think so many people talk about like, you know, breath work is the way or plant medicine is the way or like this cured me. But you know, your whole thing is like, no, nothing cures you. You cure you. So yeah. Can you talk a little bit about what somatics even is? Yeah. Yes. I'm so fucking fired up right now. Like I could literally just be dancing right now. I'm so fired the fuck up. I love this shit. It's so crazy how symbiotic you and I are together. And um, yeah, exactly. You said that you are the medicine. Uh, I preach this shit because I live this shit, you know. And um, yeah, so I'll drop into the smack work I do and like how how I made it through that time. And it was, um, yeah, treacherous. But (laughs) so treacherous the beginning until I had this kind of work is what I mean but I so when I found this mentor um, I found her through YouTube and I just like I saw that she had been through something similar to what I was going through I saw she made to the other side and I was like oh and she was guiding people showing them the way right and I was like oh wow like no one before her had been able to help me and I saw like therapists with their like double PhD they've been doing this shit for like 20 years but like nobody could help they were just like they were just like I hope you're okay. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm literally going to leave earth. Like I'm a lost cause. Antidepressants don't work. The highest dose of Xanax isn't working. Nothing's working. I'm literally like the dark thoughts are taking over and like I might take my life. And that was like scary as fuck. And um, when I found the mentor um, that I had worked with, I think it was just called like intuitive guidance sessions. It was just like one-on-one sessions. And I just started with her. And like for the first for the first month or so, because I was in such a dark place, I was seeing her like twice a week. I was like, listen, like I needed, I, I didn't even care about like my scarcity went out the door because my life was in the line. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I was like, I need like, yeah. And like, I really liked her energy and just like the way she was guiding me. And I didn't, the intuitive sessions, I had no idea what it meant, but I was like, fuck it. Like sh- she knows what I'm going through. Like I'm gonna just do whatever she, whatever she shows up for. And then it was a lot of like um, somatic work, but I didn't know what somatics was at the time um, and dropping into the body a lot of inner child work, some quantum work, things like that. And so it's hard to describe exactly what a session's like. They're so just like different depending on the soul. But um, so much fear was coming up in me at that time right when I right when I met her. So we'd move through that energy, right? And so like you said earlier, like bliss, bliss is like this just natural state of being. Bliss, presence, peace is your natural state of being. Anything that is not that is shadow coming up to be cleared. Depression, anxiety, fear, worry, scarcity, all the things. Um and limiting beliefs, everything. And so we would just like, for instance, like drop into that fear, that energy of fear, and then kind of like she would navigate me through it. Um, this is just a, as an example. And then we drop in, we maybe drop into inner child sometimes, maybe not, maybe just drop into body sensation. So I was really gaining deep trust in my body, um, which is a lot of what somatics is. Soma is like in body. And I like how she mixed it. This is what I do too with inner child work, with quantum work, with all the stuff. She was very intuitive, a little bit psychic, had some, you know, capabilities. Um, and it was just really powerful the way she did it because right now somatics is a big, like it's a big buzzword. Do People use, there's different somatic guides. And um, I just learned throughout even my journey getting others when I'd see other somatic guys and talk to them. Everyone's doing it differently. Some somatic guys are just doing EFT tapping and that's soma like in body, right? Cause somatics is just in body. And so I found that it was so powerful 
the work she did with me was so powerful because it was infused with inner child work with parts work, parts work with your subconscious and infused with just different modalities. Like it was just like a cocktail of like fucking like magic, you know? Because if I showed up and she's like, cool, just like tap your chest and tell yourself you're not suicidal. Like that shit wasn't going to work anymore. Like, you know, no more, no yoga and meditation was going to get me out of this dark fucking place. And I had to get to that place to show others how to get out of that place. Right. And um, again, that was just my awakening. Not everyone's going to have this awakening. And you would know if you're having this awakening because it happens just pretty quick and right away where you get into a really dark place. Most, a lot of my clients is just like gradual. Some of them are in that place and that's why they came to me. But that's what her sessions were like. Um, and it was really, really powerful. And so I knew I wanted to help other people when I was working with her, but I wasn't like embodied yet because I was still experiencing some symptoms and some shadow and some darkness. And then once I got through like that, the darkest, the darkest parts and started getting some, some peace of mind and some, I could breathe again. And I, the, the ocean looked bluer and the sky looked more beautiful than ever. And I was like, well, I'm literally changing my energy from the inside out and it's reflecting outside of me. Then it was like next, next step was like um, relationship patterns and uh, body image and these things. So these things come up during awakening where it's like, all right, you just start to like clear up shop out of all the energy within you that's reflecting externally. And so I had like a bunch of different self-worth things to work through and just like that affected like my relationship patterns and like uh, the way I saw myself. So, um, and then did some things with like sexuality and like all this stuff. So that's why like where I'm at now is like, yeah, I call it somatic, sure, but it's like what I do is so much more than somatics. Like there's like so many just different parts. Um, like I mentioned to you earlier, intuitive gifts have come online for me. So like sometimes I'll see visions of the client. Sometimes I'll I can feel their inner child with them. I can definitely feel their energy bodies when I'm on sessions, um, whether they're in person or one on one. And it's really really powerful. And uh, it's yeah, it's just kind of like a mix of energy work it's all somatic inner child subconscious all the things to create this like magical fucking magical fucking just portal for the other person to actually like heal and get to the other side through and um the whole you are the medicine that that was that's been like my my mantra like that's been like my motto since that awakening because i Right. I had taken plant medicine before. I've done breath work. I've done all meditation. Like I'm a yoga teacher. Like I've done all the things. And I found that while all those are helpful and beautiful tools, because they are, they're tools, nothing, nothing is going to save you like your own medicine. Nothing is more powerful as your own energy. And so I love to guide others into how to alchemize their own energy, you know, and like I have some clients who, um, like breath work, some who like plant medicine, some who don't do want to do any of that. And that's where they see me because they just want to tap into their own medicine, you know? And like, I'm so here for whatever, whatever anyone's truth is, what feels best for them. But I don't resonate so much with the putting your power outside of yourself. So if someone's microdosing, beautiful, do your alchemy work too. <laughs> because like the mushrooms aren't going to save you. They're going to unlock consciousness within you for you to play around with and alchemize because you are the medicine, you know? And if you want to do breath work, beautiful, but like ultimately like integrating all of that, you know what I mean? If you want to do ayahuasca trips, amazing, you know, it'll unlock, unlock things within you and then you get to integrate that after, you know? And so it's a really, really empowering, empowering place to be. And like, I feel like 
things had been moving so quickly for me and like my soul mission and like so many people like had been wanting to work with me you know like things kicked off so fucking quickly for me was just because like I was in that embodiment of like hey I went to I went to like the underworlds of like the darkness and like the darkest places and I didn't use anything but a mentor in my own energy to get myself to this state of consciousness and so people are like oh fuck she can do that. I want to do that. I don't want to rely on anything, even if it's plant medicine and plant medicine is amazing and beautiful, you know, and like, and I also can also say, yeah, and I fucking, you know, you say plant medicine all the time, but I haven't taken plant medicine like three years and I've shifted deeper states of consciousness without it. It's not to say I won't ever do it, but you know, with, I just, I'm at a place now where I'm like, fuck yeah. If I could, if I could keep like experiencing this, this bliss and these states of consciousness with my own medicine, like why the fuck would I want anything else outside of me? Like, and like I have clients on these sessions sometimes, like it feels like a little mini ayahuasca. It feels like some mushroom. You're like, what the fuck? I'm like, dude, that's your own medicine. Like, like hell yeah. You know what I mean? And like in ayahuasca trips and mushroom trips, like there's, they give you these access points into maybe memories that you didn't remember and things like that. And you know, a lot of other more powerful things too. But in these sessions, we can drop into those access points. Like I have sessions with clients who are like, fuck, I never even realized that this affected me. You're like, whoa, I didn't even remember this memory until we dropped in. And I'm like, that's the power of your own medicine. And like, how does, how would anyone ever know how powerful they are if they're always doing things like outside of themselves? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Oh my God. I love all of that so much. And I've like literally been truly experiencing this for myself Um, Because, yeah, I've had mushroom trips where, yeah, I remember a memory or an emotion comes up for me and, like, I just start sobbing and I'm, like, releasing, releasing all these emotions and it's so healing and feels so good and la-di-da, like, all the things. Um, And then also, like, sober as can be on my first, I think, two sessions with Caroline, I was, like, so embarrassed. I was, like, sobbing. Like, I, like, literally could not even – she'd, like, ask a question. Like, what are you feeling now? And I'm, like, I literally can't speak. I'm not even crying. I'm sobbing. And, yeah, it was just from opening that space and, yeah, creating space for, like, those emotions to come up or different memories to come through and, yeah, just, like, setting a space to be fully present because I feel like that is – what a lot of different like ceremonies are. It's just like intention, honestly. Uh, It's kind of like if you have cacao just at home, like in your daily practice, like you'll still feel a lot of like heart opening, a very heart opening experience, Um, especially if you do like your meditation and journal with it. But nothing can beat being in like an actual cacao ceremony where it's like set and you're like, okay, my intention is this and I'm coming here to open up and I'm ready to like receive Mm -hmm. guidance or feel these feelings. Um, And I just, yeah, I think that we're not like setting those intentional spaces enough for Mm -hmm. things to really come up because yeah, I guess like those seven years that I was talking about that I just like felt fucking great. I mean, I obviously still had like struggles and, you know, toxic relationships (laughs) like that. But for the most part, like I was good. I was chilling. Um, And during that time, like, you know, I'd always hear people say like, oh, you need to feel your feelings or like it'll just get worse or they'll like come back. Like you have to like like feel to heal pretty much. Like you need to feel your feelings. 
And I always thought that I felt my feelings. And recently I'm like, I didn't really create that much space to like truly feel my feelings like at least once a week, whether it's with a mentor and you're like in a somatic session mm. or you're just – you set like a an intentional ceremonial space for yourself. Like we have to open space to get present, be in our bodies, allow whatever needs to come through to come through um, because, yeah, I just – I literally never felt – my feelings, but I didn't know that I wasn't feeling my feelings because yeah. I was just like, I just felt fine. Um, but even today, like I had this experience where I was like, I don't know, I was getting like so frustrated about something. Like I like missed a call from someone and I don't know what it was. I literally just got so frustrated and I was like, and usually I would just like push past it and be like, try to think positive thoughts or something. And I was like, no. And I like sat with it for a second and I just like felt where the frustration was in my body. I like imagined what it looked like. Like if it was, you know, just things that like you walk me through in our sessions. I was like, mm -hmm. if this was like a being, this frustration, like what does it want for me right now? And it was like I could literally see it, the frustration, like freaking out and being like, dude, like can we just like cry for a second? Like I just need to cry. And I literally oh, just wow. sat in my office and like cried for a couple minutes. And then I was okay. like my frustration's gone. Like I feel, yeah. I feel completely fine. Got on this call with Caroline. I'm feeling like blissed out, amazing, calm, like, like cats mm. on my lap. I have no worries in the entire world. And like my frustration, just like my body just needed to like cry for a sec. Um, yeah. Mm. And so many of us, you know, especially the men out there, like we just go throughout our life, not getting present and feeling our feelings like the medicine isn't that complicated it's just it's not no i love how you say that yourself yeah I, I love how you say the medicine's not that complicated because actually it's funny a soul sister and client of mine um like uh when she when she had started me she was like caroline like I'm, I'm like journaling every morning. I'm meditating like she was doing a whole bunch i'm doing my breath work I'm doing all this all this stuff she was doing nothing was shifting and she started with me and things started to shift and she's like Holy shit. I was like, yeah, you could you could actually drop everything just for a little bit and just give yourself actually this space to just be in these sessions and experience your own medicine and then only do things out of like it's excitement, not because like, okay, I have to journal for three pages today and then I have to meditate for 10 minutes. Like none of that. Like give yourself a just space to just be and experience your emotions too. You know what I mean? It's it's so much more simple. It's not easy always, but it's more simple than people think. And like that's why I had to create these sacred spaces for people to to um, step into their own medicine and essence because when you're in an awakening, it's like shadow galore. It's intense. There's a lot coming up. As people go, can go on antidepressants. For me, they didn't work during my awakening or then I, I would have fucking done them, but they just didn't work. <laughs> so that's why I had to find my own medicine. But like as people start these things because it's like it can get really intense. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so but like mm -hmm. it, it is simple and um, but not always easy and as you were talking to, I was just like how you were talking about like earlier on where you're like, love and light, come on, just like do a mindset trick. And I was like, I was like that, but the version of like, come on, just do some yoga and meditate. But like once you're in an awakening, like that shit's so intense sometimes. Like it's on all awakenings are t intense. Like I have some clients, it's just like they just want to learn about chakras and learn about the essence and they actually smooth sailing, but like their soul chose that, right? Mm -hmm. So if your soul chose a more intense awakening, you probably have a mission to help people through their intense awakenings. It's it's cool how it all works out. And like 
um, what I was saying was, uh, oh, uh, it gives you, it, it humbles you, you know that, and it's very humbling. And also, it gave me perspective for people who are in dark places. I don't, you know, judge someone if they're on antidepressants. Like, totally, you're totally. never going to hear me judging someone or being like, just get off them. Like, it's not like that. It's like you're, you can still awaken actually on them, but like, I'm not an advocate for using medicine outside of yourself. But like, I just want to touch on this part because I just feel like a nudge to because like someone's listening to hear this like there's so much shame for people on antidepressants and like it's just like a heat it's like this shame galore and like I'm just like canceling that shame because like you know like when you're in such a dark place and you really don't know where to go and you don't have a mentor who can guide you through this work and clear your energy it's like people just want to just want to like feel okay and so like when you're in when you are in such a dark place like who would want to feel that? You know what I mean? And so that's why, of course, my mind was like, well, let me just get on antidepressants because like it's not enjoyable and I'm not like I just – it was so intense for me. And so now it's like if people are using things outside of themselves, like I'm not going to shame anyone. I'm going to like hold their hand and show them the way and not make them feel like an outsider because they need something outside of themselves. I should be like, oh, they're just having a more intense awakening like and we got this, you know? 100%. And also you have your own medicine. So then eventually they're just like, oh, cool. Now I just have my own medicine. I don't need anything outside of me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have so much more perspective too. Like, again, I was just always like, come on, just like eat healthier food and drink your water and like <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Like just change your thoughts. Like it's not that hard. And like, no, <laughs> that's just not how – like that's not how it is. Um, and we were even talking about this earlier when I I did another episode with my health coach and we were talking about, um, like different medicines didn't work for me, uh, when it came to my acne, like I was on like spironolactone and different antibiotics and stuff like that. And just like antidepressants didn't work for you. Like that didn't work for me. And I feel like it was because my body was like, no, you need to actually like get to the root issue and like work on your health. Um, but I still took spironolactone while I was in Mexico because like I couldn't really go on my health journey in Mexico like whatever I was just finishing out my travels um, (laughs) they were just too hard um and I'm like and I was like yeah there's like hey don't bite my cord oh my gosh sorry guys my cat is literally gonna chew through my microphone cord hey uh -uh. (laughs) um but yeah I was like literally no shame like I even though people are like, oh, you know, it's like gut health and like, you know, you shouldn't use like pills just to like cover things up and Band-Aid things. I needed my Band-Aid for the time being because I could barely like <laughs> go outside for a long time because of my acne and like my spironolactone like helped like soothe it pretty much so that I could like be a human being until I could get home and go through the root, like, you know, yeah. start healing the root issue. And like, I just think that your healing like shouldn't look a certain way and it also shouldn't have a certain timeline or be rushed like a lot of people are like oh I just want to like be healed that's like not the point at all and it's so much more about following your intuition of like what you need and what you need to learn like uh even you know we can talk about relationships a little bit like I really believe that relationships and even toxic relationships they kind of have to like live out their cycle in a sense. And so there might be a lot of women that like are in toxic relationships 
and they know it's toxic and they're like getting down on themselves for not being able to leave because like, you know, all their friends are like, this is the shittiest guy. Like you need to have more self-worth and like you need to heal your relationship to the masculine, get out of this relationship. And because they just can't get out of it, they're, yeah, shaming themselves and judging themselves. But you really can't like, like you keep saying, like your soul really chooses what to experience. I really believe like your soul is supposed to stay in that toxic relationship so that you can like learn the lessons that you need to or like honestly like get fed up enough to the point where you're like I will not accept this type of relationship again just like you went through such a deep awakening you were like if when you were put at rock bottom and you let cycles live out and you let things unfold like they're supposed to unfold your healing will happen naturally does that make sense what I'm trying to say like yeah exactly like all in divine timing um and yeah you get to a point where you're like oh my gosh it's like a rock bottom right for my awakening that was a rock bottom you're stuck in a situation you get to a rock bottom where you're like my entire self-worth is completely gone this person's literally never going to choose me this person's not meant to choose me (laughs) you know what I mean all this stuff and like I love that you brought toxic relationships up because that's another place for help a lot of people and that's a place where some eyes help me a lot the kind of the kind of energy work that I um doing like actually learned and like clearing just like inner child things that are like um like that are actually like the reason that you know so many women choose men who aren't showing up for them and aren't able to it just for me I was like in this pattern of just like choosing men who were like just unavailable but it felt so so good because that's all I knew because that's how like it was for me growing up just not having that availability and so like that's one of my fucking favorite things to like help people with. <laughs> like, like, um, so many just things with like situationships and stuff like that. And I like how you mentioned before, so where it's like, ever we all like chose lessons. And I mentioned this at my um, retreat the other week, and where it's like, I was like, I just saw, we were at the table, and I was like, hey, everyone, listen up. I just gotta let you know that like, we all have different soul lessons to learn. So that one chick who met her, the love of her life in high school, and now they're in their like five-year amazing marriage and just happily in love like they, she doesn't have the same soul lessons that you have and you're, you're over here in your situationship you can't compare because like she's gonna she needs to learn more in career or things like this or like just different aspects of life and so like we all have different soul lessons that we're meant to experience that we signed up for and so just like really honoring your journey staying in your own lane giving yourself some grace not like shaming yourself when you're stuck in these places and stepping into your power when you, when, when you feel ready, when you're at, you know, when you're like, all right, like it's game time. And so I was in that, like these toxic situations, you know, and I remember being in them and I'm like, fuck, like, I know this isn't right for me. Like, I know I'm literally like on my last limb of self-worth right now. (laughs) And like, I was like, but I can't get out. Or a lot of girls like, I'm so digmatized. And it's like, they're just like, the dig is just so good. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to say it. You're just stuck in trauma. And like, I'm just going to say it. Like, and I can say it because like, I've lived it, you know, same with like, just everything I've been through. I'm like, I can say it because I've lived it. And like, I love showing people the way I made this fucking hilarious quote the other day. I just had so many like downloads moving through me. And I was just like, oh, this one where it goes, toxic sex is nothing more than two people trauma bonded um slaves to their own sexual desires um both thinking they're in their own power but neither of them are in power at all and so like all of the stuff i learned through like uh just i don't 
I don't know a better word for toxicity, but just like through being like in the wounded feminine because I was very wounded and had no idea what I'd call myself a goddess and just continue about my day. But like I was, I was just like not in my queen energy and like every woman's a queen, but I just wasn't embodying that. I was just like very in this just like, you know, just very just like using my body, manipulate men and like trying to be enough and like, you know, just like just so stuck in these patterns. And so that is another, that was another part of my awakening where I was like, oh, wait, fuck. Like, and so now it's like being in this like queen energy. I'm like, oh, there's no fucking way. I can't show women how to like step into this, you know, and like take their power back, you know, and also like the relationship category, just like with men too. I work with a lot of men and like, it's so fucking sacred just seeing everyone evolve out of like, cause we're all in this awake in an awakening right now where it's like evolve out of just like places where you're staying small and just like, just like, pretty much just having like empty sex and like, and just like being in like relationships that aren't fulfilling. Like this is for some of the people in these relationship awakenings where it's like really stepping into your queen and king energy and raising the bar for each other. Um, so we could all rise together into this. Like I just see a vision right now of us just all looking like fucking like kings and queens together, just like in our power, but this like the good kind of power, not that distorted power. We're like, you know, when you like, not that distorted power, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. Not egoic power, but just literal lo- like love power. That sounds so cheesy, but love power. I <laughs> like, love that. Like, yeah, like just, I just love that. fully being – doing things for the highest of everyone, right? Not for – to make ourselves feel like enough. Um Oh my gosh, sorry guys, my cat is doing literally insane right now. Are you seeing this? She is like she's Yeah, like, she's so cute. I feel like she's like feeling the energy. She never sits with me for this long. Just like I mean some sometimes, but not really. Like she will not leave my side and it's really cute. She's like, Mom. Yeah. She's like, Mom, I'm here too, just so you know. Yeah, it's so cute. Um, yeah, I love everything you just shared. I feel like um, I have like a hotline for the podcast. Actually, let me see if I have any really good questions. All of the questions yeah. recently have been relationship questions. <gasps> I love that. That's like that's like a big. I fucking love that. And like I love this uh, the sexual the sexuality awakening and tapping yeah. all these you know everyone back into their their true essence, not this distorted. Uh, sexual energy and just I fucking love all this (laughs) totally yeah okay I have a really good one are you open to like answer a hotline question yeah let's do it okay yeah literally all of them recently have been relationships and I think yeah a lot of our shadows that are like coming up to be cleared are showing themselves through relationships Mm um it's kind of crazy but Okay. She says, hi, Maddie. Love your podcast. I have a question about my current boyfriend. We've been together for nearly a year now. And in that time, we've spent nearly all of it. Oh, sorry. In that time, I've spent nearly all of it traveling and then moving to another country. I really do love him, but I don't know if it's meant to be or am I running away from commitment? I really want to be madly in love with him, but I just don't feel that madness. I've also been thinking about my ex situationship. He treated me like shit, but for some reason I cannot stop. Please help. Let's get into a session. Yeah, I read this one the other day, and that's why I was like, oh my God, let's answer a hotline question because when you're like talking about 
like the word situationship is like so popular right now and I knew there was one about it so yeah we have to answer the question (laughs) yeah it really sounds like I mean I it doesn't I I know she is um there's just it's an energy of just like yeah when we want something that actually isn't isn't really feeding our soul and like good for us like she wants to go back to the situationship it's like really getting clear on like the why on that but also like dropping into the inner child and and any part of the inner child that's used to not being chosen or mm-hmm. used to like because a lot of times like it's it's pretty common for you know just to be used to like um unavailability and so it's just like situationships can be so addicting because so many of us had parents who just weren't emotionally available um weren't around and whatnot and um and so it's like it can feel so like addicting right to be in a situationship so when you get into like a healthy love then it's like I just don't think it's it. Let me go back to my situationship. And like, I like, I experienced that as well. Where it was like in, in a relationship, I'm like, well, maybe like, let me just go back here, you know? So it's like important. I think I'd tell this, I'd tell this girl to um, get clear on like what you really desire, like how you want to feel with a partner and what you really desire. If it's like, let's say to be chosen, to be like loved, to like, feel peace like you don't feel peace in situationships you don't feel chosen <laughs> like you're not you're not being chosen the person isn't even it's not even personal it's just energy they're not they're not supposed to choose you because they're not your person you know and so like I would tell her to like get clear on what she really desires in a partner and it's not to say that the person that she is with like needs to be the love of her life like you don't need to force that but like maybe like if she is desiring companionship and partnership to like when she's done with her travels to like give that a shot, you know, cause it's hard to do long distance. And I've done that, you know, like obviously like love is so powerful and it's not bound by like space, but like, you know, like just to get clear on her priorities because like also a lot of us can have avoidant energy and I had a history of being an avoidant. And, but like when you're with, when you're with someone and like also like conscious of like any past tendencies, like you can reach that like security and that like safety and that like deep love. And so for her, yeah, like I would just say, like, get, you know, give give it a shot what you're in, but like actually, like, be with that person and communicate to that person, like, how you're feeling and just where where you're at, and also like, do your inner child work and do some energy clearing on like any past patterns that are pulling you to a situationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I love that so much. It's so uh, interesting, like using the word being chosen. Um, I don't know. I never, I never hear anyone talk about like, yeah, the trauma of like not being chosen, but I feel like I even resonate with that of just, yeah, that's uh, such a real thing, just like not being chosen. And it really makes sense how that connects to like a situationship um, because yeah, you're literally just stuck in like a continuous cycle of like almost being good enough, but not completely. And like, I talk to Caroline about this all the time of like, feel like my trauma was always like being good enough but not completely like I had like friends at school but not enough that they would like invite me to hang out with them or like I was always like almost good enough and I feel like the situationship thing is kind of the same it's like oh like I you know I'm receiving some type of like love and praise in some sense but like I'm not being fully chosen it's just interesting I've never heard it explained like that yeah you're so right. Yeah. But the other part about the travel, I feel like I have some input on this um, because 
if okay, if you've only been with this person for almost a year and you've spent all of that time traveling and th- then it doesn't really sound like you want to be with this person. <laughs> but like Caroline yeah. says, like you have to get clear on like what you truly want, right? Like, you know, is it important for you to have a partner that you're with like all the time or do you want a partner where you can live your own lives, you know, separately but still be supportive of each other? But you you know, the uh whoever submitted this literally answers that in the next sentence and says um She says, it's, I really want to be madly in love with him, but I just don't feel that madness. And like that tells me right there is like, you want, you want to be madly in love. Like that's a desire of yours and you're, you're not madly in love. And yes, there's a part of it that's like, don't rush it. But the first year of your relationship, you should want to like spend a lot of time with that person. Like, like you should be like sad if you have to go on a trip because then you're not going to be with your person. You know what I mean? So I know that's like very harsh truth, but I feel like that's why people submit to my hotline is because they want the harsh truth for me. And that's my harsh truth. You say right here, you want to be madly in love. You're not madly in love. And if that is something that you desire to experience, um, then it's probably not the right relationship for you. And there's so many other, there's an abundance of other connections and incredible people out there. Um, and I would say like, explore that. Ooh, yeah. And like, it's interesting how her mind went from like, okay, him or him. Cause I've been in this situation where I'm like, okay, this, this, or like that past situation, like which one? And it's like, wait, neither. It doesn't have to be that it doesn't have to be this person or that person. It can, maybe it's neither. We definitely know it's not the situation because we're in our queen era. We're in the queen awakening. We don't, and we just don't play small anymore. So we know it's not that way, but like, you know, it doesn't have to be okay. Or this guy, you know, it could, maybe she takes time to herself and like finds this deeper love within herself. And then she finds the reflection of that because everyone you date is a reflection of your evolution, you mm-hmm. know? And so like, you know, when I've been in the situationships that I had been in, it's like, it was just a reflection of my own worth. And the man didn't feel any more worthy. You know, the men, it's, it's like, right, the typical, like, the man doesn't choose the woman. But it's like, typically the men aren't feeling aren't feeling super worthy either. Like, they're just like, we're all, we're all just playing small together. When you're yeah. in a situationship, yeah. like, you're like, you're, you're trying to be enough for the other person, trying to get chosen, but they're not choosing you because, like, spirit's working through them to not choose you so you can choose yourself. And then it's like, you, the longer you stay around, you play small. And that keeps the man playing small because he never actually has to, like – step up right and if you like if you like walk away then he's like oh fuck like let me like actually see what let me like see, let me see my priorities are and like you know like let me, maybe I do want my queen but like whether it's that person that girl or like someone else it's like I just realized that like I when I got in my situation that I had been in it's like I was like I can't just like keep us both small like I I have love for this guy and like what am I fucking doing like women were the oracles like we're the fucking queens like we have this strong intuition and like it's up to us to really like guide the way for men to step into their like king. They're like that kind of energy. And like if we're just doodle daddling around trying to be like hot and thinking that's just more than enough and not even really embodying our energy and our essence. And it's like you're keeping the men around you playing small, you know. And so like when I was in that situation, it was all like I was just like, ah, oh, men suck. And like just like in that like energy of like, ah, oh, fuck men, you know what I mean? But it's yeah. like I literally was I was the chooser of the men that I was like, you know, talking 
talking like that about. And now it's like I'm surrounded by kings and just like powerful men. And it's because like I see the good in men and I see where women choose men that aren't that aren't meant to like that aren't meant to like evolve with them. You know what I mean? And just play small together. Yeah, so. I, f- I feel like it's um the word that's coming up to me is like enabling. It's like we're we like hate yeah, the men for acting a certain way, but then we're like enabling them by like allowing them to act that way. And then it's just this vicious cycle where it's like, I hate men. Why do they act like this? But I'm going to let him act like this so he feels like it's okay. So he's going to keep doing it. And then I'm going to be pissed. And I'm going to hate him for it. But like we're not setting any like boundaries really. Like what if every single woman on this planet would not accept a situationship? Like they literally were like – like that does not exist in this reality every single woman if there's like a man even like remotely trying to make a situationship cut off no contact bye yeah what did it exist then it it wouldn't you're so right it's enabling i love that word you used yeah you know men do men men want love i have male clients men men want love men really want just like their queen but like you have to be embodied in your king energy to attract your queen. And if a man's in a situation or with his roster, he's not going to attract his queen because you attract what you are. So he's going to attract another woman in lower self-worth too and with her roster, you know? And that was me and the situation I was in. We were both just doing our things, just just literally reflections for each other, playing small, like totally unconscious, but totally felt you conscious, you know? And so like um, – in case he's listening to this, great guy, actually, like, you know, really have love for him. <laughs> he's, he's a great guy, like, no, nothing bad about him, but it was just, you know, that was the soul contract that we, like, you know, we had to play out. And so, yeah, like, for anyone in a situation listening to this right now in a situation ship, like, you know, like, just know that, like, the moment you, like, yeah, like Maddie said, like, set the boundary, but, like, actually set it, not just say it, like, you know, walk the walk, not just talk the talk, that's the moment you step into your queen era, and you start to love up on yourself and you watch the way that the universe and spirit and source energy begins to guide you into like that true divine union that you actually on a soul level really yearn for. And the man that you let go by setting the boundaries, he can then attract, you know, what he truly desires. Because like the fact of the matter is, is like what's for you will never, never miss you. You know what I mean? And so like it'll always come back more evolved or something someone else will show up that like that you couldn't even imagine. And so when people stay in these, like even relationships, not just situ- situationships, relationships, whatever, even just places where they settle because their, their mind is so limited and they don't have, maybe they're not powered by source energy or in tune with their in- intuition or essence where it's like, there's, there's an abundance of like abundance of humans out there. And like, if you can dream of your soulmate, like that person truly does exist. But when we stay in these relationships and situationships, we're like, eh, like it's just, it's enough. Like it's, you know, like, well, I can't have it all. Like, yes, you can. And as long as you think you can't, well, then you just stay small, you know? And so like, it's a big mission of mine to like show others the way, like you don't have to stay in things that aren't serving you anymore. And like, it's not easy. It's really hard leaving relationships, situationships. It's really hard. I think situationships honestly has even felt harder because like it's like you were never really chosen. So you're like, fuck, you know, but like on a, when you when you take the ego out of everything and this comes to kind of like the topic that you were going to mention when you first started, this like source-led life, source-led business, source-led relationship, source-led everything. When you take the ego out of it, it's like it was never about 
It was never personal, nothing, literally nothing. Whether a person choosing you, a client wants to work with you, nothing is personal. It's literally everything's energy. And when you're so tapped into energy and your energy body and the energetics of just life itself and the oneness of everything, you can take your ego out of it trying to feel like so personal and everything and just see it for what it is and continue on your journey to, you know, more bliss and more happiness, you know? Mm, Yeah. I love that so much. And yeah, you totally like led the conversation for me exactly how I was going to. Um, Mm. Before we wrap up, can you dive like a little bit deeper into like what source led actually means? Like I know you just mentioned it's like kind of living without the ego and following like your intuition, your essence. But yeah, can you just dive into it like a little bit more for people that have no idea what that means? Yeah. So source energy is, you could call it source spirit, the divine God, the universe, whatever you want to call this, you know, this higher consciousness that's um, working through, through us, around us at every single breathing, living moment of life. Um, It's like the same energy. I say that the same energy that's in your DNA in every, you know, fiber in your body is the same, uh, the same energy, like all around you, the same intelligence within you is the same intelligence that created every single thing around us, right? And so when we tap into the oneness within us and a lot of getting there is from my own experience, tapping into like clearing the inner child, stepping into the somatics, like dropping into your body, becoming really present and aware with life itself and the, the life within you, you know, your heartbeat, your breath, that it's like you begin to tap into this oneness where it's like source energy is like flowing through you. So it's like everything is very synchronistic. It's a really just like, um, simple way of living, you know, there's like signs and synchronicities everywhere. You don't really have to figure things out. You just get to just be an experience and like the doing is really just taking inspired action, you know? And so like with me, like I'm seeing like how source energy works through like relationships, friendships, business, all that. It's like, I'm just literally just, all I do is I clear my energy. I like, I like, um, I'd be present with myself and just like everything arrives for me right on time. Like people like um, just like opportunities and it's just very, very beautiful. A big, big part of like a source led way of life is just like taking your hands off the wheel that you have just been so used to like trying to like control for so long and like your soul chose where it's going to go. Your soul knows where it wants to go and anything that is not in alignment will become very obvious, whether it's an expired relationship, whether it's a career shift, whether it's pivoting in your, you know, business and whatnot, like it just becomes so obvious because source is energy that's moving through you and around you is trying to bring you to the next place. So you take your hands off the wheel and you're just like, just take me where I need to go. It becomes so simple, you know? And so like for business, I started out with like doing business, just like the way that people do business. And then I realized like, Ooh, like let's use just source energy. And so like now, like, you know, like just seeing like, as you were showing like your break, the questions people ask, I was like, people were asking her about relationships. Oh, Maddie's probably supposed to help guide a lot of women through relationships. That's going to be a big part in like meta, you know, your group program like that you yeah. have. Um, and so like, it's just the source led way of life is just like, it's just so much easier and just more simple when you have this connection to the, the source within yourself. It's just really just a deeper connection with self allows there to be space. The more connected you are to self, the more present you are. 
And the more like space and like clear you are to just see all the synchronicity and opportunities around you. So like every single day, like, I'm going to walk outside after this podcast and there's going to just be signs and synchronicities just out the roof because I'm just so present and present with my blessings. I'm present with this life and that leaves space for source to just like move, move through you, move through you and with you. And when you're in this egoic place, you're just kind of like, you're just kind of blocking that, you know, when you're just like on this chase or this rat race or this, you know, like trying to be enough for the sky, you know, you're just like, it's just you, when you take your hands off the wheel and you just drop in, mm-hmm. there's more space for source energy to just move through and with you. And so everything that I do is now powered by source energy. And when I feel like out of alignment or I'm just like feeling like I'm trying to like take this, take the wheel and just like figure it all out. I'm like, hands off the wheel, Caroline, go lie down, go to the ocean, let everything get worked out around you. And everything always does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It requires trust though. Totally. So much trust and just even just like nervous system regulation in general, just like getting out of the fight or flight so that you can, you know, um, like yes, finding stillness and being quiet and like walks and meditation, but honestly, even just like taking deep breaths throughout the day so your body doesn't feel like mm-hmm. overly stressed and like overthinking, like just relax like even just like one yeah like even the little things like one deep breath in the middle of your day just to like put a hand on your heart and just like see how you're feeling like that can lead you to new places um or I was even just thinking like um when I first moved to Los Angeles I needed a job obviously and so I like got in my car um it was like the morning after I like arrived in LA and I was like, I need a job. And I got in my car and I had no idea where anything was in, mm. in Venice. Like I had no idea, but I just was like, I just was super calm. I was like, okay, everything's fine. Like I'm fine. I wasn't being like, um, like a, what sort of erratic? Like I wasn't being like crazy. I was just like, all right, I'm going to go on like a little hunt. I got cute, got in my car. And I just like started driving and I had no directions. I didn't like look anywhere up on maps. I just started driving and just started feeling out like where I wanted to go. And I was like driving and I saw this tanning salon pulled over. I was like, I'll just go in and see if they're hiring. Went in, got hired on the spot. The manager there became one of my best friends. That's where I then met my um, old boss that was – I was like her personal assistant and she taught me about business mm-hmm. and taught me about spirituality and pretty much made me into the woman I am today. And then like that led to this friend, to this friend, to this experience. And if I would have like tried to force it or put something in maps or like go to yeah. a specific place, I might have not like felt it out. So it's not even, you know, just meditation. Yeah. It's even just like the simple things of like – yeah, nervous system regulation, you know, taking the long route sometimes and just like letting yourself drive and just listen to the nudges too, like just following the, the, yeah. the, and I, as you were saying that too, I kept hearing, uh, the more connected I am, the more signs I pursue. I think Lonita sings that song. That's how your spirit guides talk to you, by the way, when you lyrics just drop into your head. And I, I, I love that you say that, like, and just like kind of how you were just like in flow with it and mm-hmm. like you can see that you're like, wow, everything was divinely orchestrated for me in that moment. And like, you know, when you're in this, this place of just connected, you know, you're just like, you're vibing. And then, you know, you'll, 
turn left just because you feel like it instead of turning right on that street. It's so interesting. There's some higher intelligence that's always guiding us when we, whether we know it or not, we're always being guided. And when we really are present and just like you said, taking those deep breaths and the day and just like, you know, like just being open to the signs that are always there. It's just like, Whoa, like y'all want to come live this life? Like just open, just open it up a little bit. And like you said, regulate your nervous system. During an awakening, you can sometimes feel like you lost your connection to source. That's a really common thing. And oh, so, yeah. you know. Yeah, I feel you know that. I, mean? I feel that so deep. So I feel like, like I'm like learning what like source is all over again, which is so funny because the whole first two years, I've told Caroline this so many times, but like the first two years of my business were like so source led. Like it was all about heart. It was all about service. It was all about like yeah, just getting yeah. out of your head and back into your heart. Like I have a fucking tattoo that says like heart overhead, all the things. And yeah, it's just like I'm like having to like relearn it all over again. So it's just so interesting. But you're I'm so grateful. In. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're just deepening your connection to source. That's what it was. for. I was Our journeys yeah, are different but similar in that sense. It was deepening connection to source, deepening connection to your essence, the truth. First, you wake up to your light. Then you wake up to the dark, the shadow. And then you wake up to your essence. Yeah. I love that so much. Well, I feel like that's a really good place to kind of wrap things up. I feel like I could talk Ooh. to you for a couple Literally. more hours, but maybe I'll have you come back one day or we'll do something else and chat more. But this has been like so incredible. I'm so grateful. Um, can you tell everyone where they can find you, how they can work with you, anything that you want to like share, promote? All the things. Yes. yes, I have. So Caroline Gutierrez on Instagram. I think Maddie will link it, but it's Caroline um, Gutierrez. So you'll link. Will you link that at the bottom or something? Yeah, I'll link everything okay. in the show notes. I don't have to spell it out, but super simple. I'm there on Instagram. Super active on Instagram. Um, I do one-on-one mentorship, um, and really love doing that. I'm also launching a group program. Um, so stay tuned for that. That'll be coming out actually next week. So, uh, so wild, the synchronicity of all of this. Um, but launching that next week, and I'm really excited for this group program. It's going to interweave between like a lot of the topics we talked about here and a lot of source energy and all of that. And then I also host yoga retreats um, over here in San Diego in the mountains. So you can find me on Instagram. You can uh, just tap around, see what, see what you like, and uh, feel free to reach out. I'm super friendly, and I love connecting with anyone who feels the pull. Amazing. Yeah, guys, Caroline yeah. is the fucking best. I'm just obsessed with you. Love you so much. So grateful for you in my life. And, yeah, please reach out to her. Follow her if you don't. Um, her content is so awesome. She's always – always dropping knowledge every single day and just wisdom and messages. So yeah, definitely check her out. I will leave all of her links in the show notes. Um, yeah. Any last words coming through that you want to say before we log off? Nope. I feel like you and I, yeah, we could go on forever. Um, I'm so glad that we got to do this because I feel like first you were my mentor. Like it was just like, we were just getting down into like business in the sessions. And when I was mentoring you, it was like getting down to somatics. So it's like, I, I love that we actually got to just like catch up now, <laughs> like, yeah. like girlfriends yeah. and stuff. And this has been just so amazing. I'm super grateful for you. And just, you were a big inspiration for me and a catalyst for me in my journey. And, um, I'm excited to just keep sharing the light with everyone and, uh, just, uh, you know, like expanding everyone's consciousness and, 
thank you to anyone who's listening. If you were listening and, you know, we were talking about whatever it was that was really hitting home for you, feel free to, you know, message me or, you know, message Maddie and just like, let us know what hit for you. Cause I just, I would love to hear it. I just love the souls that are meant to show up just right on time. It's mm. so beautiful. And yeah, just really, really grateful to be on the journey with you all. And, um, yeah, there's just, that's really all I have to say now. Amazing. Amazing. I love it. Well, thank you so much again. And yeah, thank you to everyone who is listening. We love you guys so, so much. Um, trying to think if I had anything else to share. I'll leave everything in the show notes and yeah, love you guys. Hope you have a beautiful week this week and I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye.